TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go. Welcome back, Score North Twin Show. This is Roycey on baseball. Derek Wetmore and Manny Hill in the studio. And so is Patrick Roycey. Pat, back from Fort Myers. Welcome yes, back, sir. Yes, I am back from Fort Myers. Uh, Looking as tan uh, as ever. Little, uh, a little prematurely because of uh, personal matters, but uh, I'm I'm happy to be back and uh, uh, following the Twins from a distance now. And uh, let's let's get Byron Buxton on the field. Yes. That's my one number one thing. Is you know time's a wasting here, fellas. They leave. This is Monday. They'll they'll be playing the Fighting Rochester Red Wings two weeks from today, and then getting on a plane and getting out of Dodge. Uh, they don't start till Thursday, right, in Oakland. So what are they going to do? Hang out in the Bay Area for a couple of days? Not sure, what the travel schedule is like, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're uh, they're heading for uh, Oakland. So it's only two weeks, and I don't think they plan on having him play before the fifteenth. They were saying originally. So if he gets four or five games of five, you know, if he gets fifteen at bats, is he going to open the season? On the roster or not? That's what I've been saying. I it's been trending towards not that no. he's got to open on the injured list. Yeah, I would not. Uh, I would not be surprised. But then it's it, a challenge. Where do you? How do you get him up to speed? Yeah, I don't want him to send him back down to the minors. And uh, you, I suppose you keep him in Fort Myers for a while. Don't let him play any minor league games and fall a fall a fall a ball off his foot like he did right. in Orlando yeah. when the idiots send him there because he had a headache and uh, for, they put him on the injured list for no reason and that's messed up that entire season. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I don't know if uh, I guess you can start the See if he gets twenty at bats, fifteen at bats, you can start the season, have him hit ninth, and hope he uh, you know gets in his stride. And uh, if you got to pinch hit for him, pinch hit for him. Somebody's got to be pinch hit for in that lineup, and he would be the, the, the you know there's nobody else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Alex Avila, I guess, if a lefty's pitching late in the game, that'll right. be it. Sure, there is a. Uh... It's going to be fascinating because they don't have a lot of guys that you're going to bring on for offense. They maybe some guys that you should bring off for defense late in games, but Buxton would certainly be in the uh, the latter category. Whereas he's coming into games as a defender. Yeah, I, guess I just you could do that. He opens on the bench or something. Apparently, uh, Jake Cabe. Now the wind was blowing in Florida yesterday. It must have really been blowing because uh, you know those scores in the Arnie Palmer's golf tournament were <laughs> out of sight. Uh, and I suppose the same wind that was in Orlando, where they probably had in, in Fort Myers. But Cabe butchered a couple of fly balls, apparently. And uh, I don't know. I I don't I don't want to start the season with uh, Kepler as my center fielder. I want him in right field. I think yeah. one reason he ended up getting hurt last year and getting the bad back is, uh, you know, he's covered more ground than he should be covered. He's a terrific right fielder and a very mediocre center fielder. So where do they go? I mean, if if Cave is going to be making mistakes in the outfield, well, in, in I'm center afraid field, what and... they do is play Kepler in center and Cave or Wade or somebody. I I would. Uh, I I like Lamont better than uh, better than Cave, but I don't think when you look that Cave hit three fifty at Rochester last year, so he's your four A player, I guess. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I'm not a big fan. I, he strikes out too much, and uh, you know. Then they should just tell him never dive for a baseball. 
even if it's a mm. foot away from you, yeah. never dive because you got a diving problem. You don't judge distance well. You shouldn't be diving when the ball's 12 feet in front of you. It's tough. I'm <laughs> always tempted, Pat, to say, like, this guy's got some really good skills, big league skills, and there are two yeah buts with him. You mentioned mm. strikeouts and letting balls kick through your legs. Those are two pretty big things for an outfielder you got to trust. And, uh, you know, I think Wade is a, is a much uh, more reliable guy, but he's not as good an athlete. He's not as fast. In fact, uh, when he played played at Maryland, he was a first baseman until his uh, senior year. Oh, really? And, uh, you know, he's played mostly the corners, hasn't played a lot of center fielder. Now, we did ask Rocco if he thought Lamont Wade could be a center fielder. And oh, yeah? Guess what, what the say? answer yeah, is. what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think he could maybe Dang betcha in those, not quite those words, but uh, <laughs> he can play everywhere. But I like him because he gets walks, and he's a, he's a solid guy, you know. Yeah. He's not, uh, he's not mercurial. He is what he is. He'll get some walks, and he'll, you know, play. And one of the wackiest stat batting stat lines in history right he'll hit like 150 but yeah, he'll have he'll walk so much that he'll, uh, last year i think at rochester hit 240 something and with 380 yeah he makes throw strikes he's uh he's he's one of those uh that that group which was really popular five six years ago is not there aren't as many as those guys is, is he the new robbie grossman maybe then yeah he is he, yeah. he basically is with you know, maybe not as good a hitter, not a switch hitter, but uh, uh, I, I don't know what they're going to do. But uh, if you would like to see Buxton charging out there one of these next days. And it, yeah, and it does make me curious. But we're recording this Monday morning, and the Twins are first pitching about an hour here down in Fort Myers. Randy Dobnik on the mound. We can get to him in a second. But, yeah, if, if Buxton opens on the injured list, you got to get him up to speed relatively quickly, and you probably have to do that against minor league competition. It's it's safe. It's it's easier, well, that, I should I, say. I think there's a bigger gap between the uh, the uh, start of the major league season and the start of uh, the minor league Usually season. Start a little after. There has been. I think it's. I don't think they start till like April fourth oh, or wow. something like that. I think mm. April third, April fourth. They're not giving those guys all the same off days, or it's just that their season won't. Well, push they only into play November. 140 games, yeah, you know, and they they end on Labor Day no matter what. Yeah, so, that's a good point. Uh, the baseball is just trying to push it up to new levels because uh, they don't want to interfere with the election next sure year. uh you know what we got to do fellas we got we have if if the players want more time off and the uh uh you know and they we got to, we got to go back to the 154 game schedule yeah. those yeah. uh you know you're giving up what four dates four home dates and you know why the 162 game season is more intolerable than ever because the games take three hours and 30 or 40 minutes. Now, the travel is much better, obviously, than it used to be. But you could play, you know, you could have a make-up doubleheader. A, you didn't have local regional networks paying for your game, basically. B, uh, you didn't have huge season ticket bases uh, back in the day when they played a lot of doubleheaders. But mostly, okay, you know, two games with a half-hour break in between, you were there six hours. 
You do it mm-hmm. now, you're there nine and a half. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Especially they do the split day-night. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a long day. And it's, first uh, pitch at noon for the first game, and the second game is, what, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, <laughs> yeah, something like yeah, that. stupid. Yeah. Calvin Griffith invented that, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. The Twins invented to get the, the double gate split doubleheader because when the Yankees <laughs> they, when the Yankees came in 61, I mean, you were still worried about drawing people, even though the Twins were drawn very well. They led the American League in attendance from 61 to 70, uh, which was a 1.4 million average, by the sure. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, Calvin, uh, the Yankees were there scheduled to be in Minnesota four games in three days sometime that summer and calvin didn't want to you know he knew he was going to sell the stadium wasn't fully expanded then i think maybe thirty thousand or something mm-hmm. and uh he wanted to get both gates so they played a saturday <laughs> afternoon game at an eight o'clock that's when night games were at eight o'clock sure too, by the yeah. Way. Yeah, yeah. but he played a night game on on saturday and and somebody later wrote a book about the calvin era called split doubleheader there you go it's floating around <laughs> it's, it's pretty good i can't remember who it is okay there's a younger that's guy that uh, did a lot of things but he called it split doubleheader that's really but, good it's a genius idea for then and now now it, now, now the fact because of season ticket bases, you can know you can have an April twentieth split double header at Target Field just to keep the season ticket money because you know you're going to have you know twelve thousand in actuality for each game. But anyway, well, Rocco, you mentioned briefly that he will only say positive things if you ask him about his player. Ask him what he thinks about split double headers. Oh man, ask him what he thinks ask about double in general. Ask him, give him some truth serum. And ask him what he thinks about flying 1,450 miles yes. to the Dominican sure. and back in a 19-hour period to play an exhibition game with the Fighting Tigers. That's right. The, the oh, it's a privilege, is not exactly uh, the private comments that I've uh, heard that he's made. I don't want to <laughs> say I've heard them overhand, but uh, no, sure. Rocco likes a spring training well, has there ever been greater evidence of his scheduled spring training than not letting Jorge Polanco go to the Dominican? Sure. Because when they laid it out, which had to be before they – when did they announce this game? Like late February, right? I think I was in Fort Myers when I heard yeah. about it the first time. Yeah, they announced yeah. it. And mm. by then, the Twins already had their game plan because Polanco's coming – he hasn't played that much this spring, mm-hmm. you know, and Polanco was coming back from the ankle and – this was a day off, and not only was it a day off from playing, it was a day off from getting on a plane and flying to the Dominican and back. Yeah, that's so, right. So, uh, so know, Nelson Cruz, Miguel Sano go down there, make the yeah, trip. Few other on, and guys. they were excited, and I'm sure Miguel, I'm sure it was a festive occasion when Miguel hit. Why wasn't that game on MLB Network? I was trying to figure that out. I couldn't I mean, find it on TV. I mean, the baseball makes you do this, and they don't even put it on the MLB Network. It yeah, was really it's, ridiculous. It's weird. Well, Rob Manfred might have some bigger fish to fry right now, but that seems like well, a no-brainer that doesn't require Yeah, I mean, if you're going to make a big deal out of going back to the Dominican for the first time, it should be on television. That's right. It? But instead of just saying, hey, uh, you're in the you're in flyover, you're two teams in the Midwest, we don't care about either of you, we're going to make you go to the Dominican for an exhibition game. Why did the Tigers get roped into this? The Twins make sense to me. And the Tigers had to give up a home game, too, which... You know, for yeah. Lakeland's a big deal. Yeah, sure. but it's a big deal because Lakeland just spent 
what? Yeah, a lot of money. $100 million to get him to sign a 25-year lease. Was that all private, or is that county that's spending uh, that? Just Maybe a city, mix. county. I okay. don't know where it is, but the Tigers didn't put up much of it. Okay. Well, it makes sense to me that the Twins would go. Nelson Cruz is a national celebrity. You know, Miguel mm-hmm. Sano gets the big contract. Jorge, you mentioned, although Jorge yeah, but wasn't why aren't, the trip. Why aren't the Twins allowed with uh, you know the Polad's ownership and everything to say, go bleep yourself, we aren't going? Maybe they you know? did. Maybe they had the option. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they did. I haven't talked with the twins about this. So I, to... I don't. I don't think they did. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. I. I don't know. Anyhow. Yes. Uh, they're back now. Two weeks to the finish line, starting today, and uh, the Buxton's a concern. How about the left fielder, swinging like a complete idiot? <laughs> you know, in his worst moments. So he's in mid-season form then. Oh, he's, <laughs> He's, he has been brutal. No yeah. comments. Hitting, hitting 50. He was well, hitting yeah. 50. I know, but it's the quality of the misses. Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, these are high-level misses that he's having when he's missing pitches. So he's terrible. This is such a big year for his career path. I Wouldn't know. you agree, Eddie Rosario? There's something going on. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe, you know, last year I really thought, what he he was you know he drove in a hundred runs, spent some time on the DL, and had a bad year in the clutch. As far as I was concerned, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't the guy in the last three months that you wanted at the plate when the game was on the line, like the previous two years yeah. probably. Yeah. And and I'm you know and I've thought it was you know he's the guy that didn't get paid. Polanco got play, paid. Kepler got paid. And now, do you think? Do you now, think? I don't. I think it's on his mind again. Although he's making seven, right? Isn't he? What was his? Uh, what was what they? Yeah, what they had to pay him. I think second arbitration raise seven. I think seven and a half. Seven like that. Seven and a half. But I still. I think it's still on his mind. You know. I. I don't know. I'm. Well, do you? What's on Eddie's mind is could be a could be a. Uh, Sigmund Freud study, but uh, you know we could the, the Sigmund Freud Institute could spend a couple of weeks with him, but uh, you know I I just wonder it just could it be he doesn't look like he's in a good mood this spring. Well, could it be? I mean, his name has popped up in trade rumors and stuff lately, and yeah, I don't and think everything. that would bother him. I think it would yeah. be you know if they want to trade him, fine. But uh, I'm not sure that uh, I'm not sure that they're going to um, you know get it. I don't think they're gonna. They would get value for what he is to the team because he's a left-handed. You know, they they got him and Kepler. They don't and mm-hmm. Blanco, but uh, you know, as a left-handed hitter, when he's hot, is fantastic. I yeah. don't think I don't think they'd get what they want. Yeah, I don't see it either. I remember when this popped up as a a Twins trade rumor fodder. That, yeah. yeah, go get an ace. Yeah, this ace well, that's not happening. Yeah, but plus the the fact that they now have to pay him too is what right. you got. One more year of control. Yeah. So I looked it up. Baseball Reference seven point seven five million this year. And then well, he should be happier, but uh, I don't know. He just—it's the vibe is uh, when I when I saw him, I just didn't think he was enjoying himself I, as much as other people. Who I knows? Had a good but, chat with him, and then talk with uh, Do Young Park, who covers the yeah. Twins for MLB dot com, who had this uh, uh, revelatory conversation with him about Eddie, Eddie opening up about humility on I know my walks are down I know my my numbers weren't great last year defensively I know I wasn't who I wanted to be and my goal this year is to bring all those back to where I think they should be I, I thought that was the first time I really saw him 
uh, being self-critical in those ways. Yeah, well, good. Let's hope that's uh, that's the mindset. But uh, I uh, I saw him early, and he got in a hitting position. You know, a hitting he got in a hitter's count, and I, early in some game, and some kid lefty was pitching, and uh, I thought, oh boy, he's going to hit a. This this one might end up in that little pond behind the <laughs> behind the right field fence that the guy threw him a little breaking ball. He missed it by four feet. You You're know, kidding? It's I mean, that bad, huh? Well, I mean, he just no, no, way, yeah. way, 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 way out in front of it. Sure. And uh, I I don't know. I'm I'm not concerned about him that much, but he has looked terrible. And the other thing is, as you know, this Larnick. Oof, yeah, this is this is the you he's know, a monster. Kirilov last spring at this time it was Kirilov will play in the big leagues this year, and then he got hurt and had all those problems. And I I still like him a lot, but I think Larnick might have passed him. Manny, this guy's yeah power and hitting. I see he knocked in two runs yet. He he played in the Dominican on Saturday and jumped on the bus, and I think he might have been the only guy that then played mm. it Sunday and. Trying to make a team. In, in, uh, well, he's not. Yeah, he won't make the team, but uh, he's. Uh, you know, he certainly uh, might have passed Kirloff as next up. You know, wow. he's. Uh, and if they trade Eddie, if they trade Eddie, he could be the reason. You know, yeah, if, you know that he's just ready picture. to come up and ready yeah. to contribute. Yeah, right he away. looks and 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 it. And then you got the other guy, Kirilov. So yeah. you know, you it, if Larnick comes up and struggles for two weeks, you still got a guy. Right? Sure, for sure. But that's going to be their, uh, apparently their outfield is going to be uh, Larnick, Kirloff, and I don't know who plays center. But Wade that, or Cave, probably. Yeah, yeah. In Rochester, you're talking? Yeah, yeah in yeah. Rochester. And that's Xander Weil, uh, whatever. He's having a good spring, too. So, But Larnick is, uh, that looks like the real deal. I meant to ask you when you got back. This is our first show together that you're back in the Twin Cities. Who popped to you? There's always somebody that you can't get out of your mind when you come back. It sounds like for you, that's Trevor Larnick. Yes, it is. But the other thing is, in spring training of the past, and when I was a beat guy in the 70s, we wrote all this stuff. We'd create a phenom, That's even right. if there wasn't one there. You know, <laughs> so we gotta, we gotta have a phenom. So we got. I was writing for both papers. I had to have a phenom. How many okay. columns is that in six no, weeks? No, well, they weren't columns back then. They oh, were gamer. The I was copy. the beat guy, but <laughs> but writing for two cycles, uh, you know, you needed a phenom, and plus a guy could make the team. That's right. A phenom could make the team. This yeah. guy, you know, because hey, you know. They were looking for guys. Plus, there were 16 positions. You know, there were 16 player positions and nine pitchers. Nine pitchers, yeah. And so a guy could make the team. Now, Larney can be a phenom, but he can't make the team unless there's a trade. Right? Yeah, and even then you might yeah, play the yeah. service time game yeah, and right. see you on That's, May 1st. That, that is true. <laughs> that is true. But So it's it's a completely different animal. It is. So I guess... Who do you like? I mean, who have I liked? Uh, Anybody on the mound? Pitching-wise, Dobnik. I I love him. The other day, man, we'll see how he does today, because you're starting to get to place more regulars. But the other day, he had to go to the bullpen and throw 25 pitches because he got three innings, 31 pitches. And he's he's got this... What's that breaking ball? What is that change up? What is it? The little it? sink? It's like yeah. a one seamer, I think. One but it's uh, yeah, and it's it's almost a change. He's got yep. the fastball, but he's got the one they swing through it all the time. Mm-hmm. And they 
he's the old guy catch it. He needs guys who can catch it and throw it to first base because uh, he's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, he's still the old ground ball. But really, now I think we can all excuse him for Yankee Stadium last year, right? He goes in there and all in all of us. It you know he's been cruising basically since he came up, and now he throws some pitches that. This is Yankee Stadium, pal, son. Those aren't strikes, mm-hmm. and and now he get, he gets rattled, you know. And and he did he go two? He got to the second. I think he got to uh, the yeah. Second. He got chased. Yeah. yeah. So it was bad, but I think he's a don't give a dang guy, don't hmm. you? Throw it over, you know. He's funny, as you said. The, he gave you the quote about uh, when he was going to face the Gophers. He said he was nervous because it was his first Division One game. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, he's got that kind of a yeah. he's got this oddball what the hell uh, humor. Goofy and, guy. I don't think he's rattled too often, to tell you the truth. I don't know about Yankee Stadium. I, I wasn't. I think there he. For that. I think he. He wasn't either. But just watching it, it looked like he lost his. Okay. Now what? This is supposed to be, you know, this is supposed to be easy. Now, if he ends up being your fifth starter to start the season, I think there's a good chance. I don't think Shashin has showed him enough. Okay. Uh, if he starts as your fifth starter, if he pitches five times, there'll be a clinker. There'll be a clunker in there. There'll be a mm. one day that the nobody's chasing and the sinker and four inning six runs yeah, yeah there'll be a clunker yeah. in there but, but what do you do when what do you do when big mike is ready to come back well by then something you know i i don't think you can ever have too many uh sure you know hey big mike is now big big mike really man is he huge is that right? really oh i thought in the street clothes that he might have lost four ounces you know during the off season but <laughs> I think he's bigger Other than direction. ever. Wow. I think he's bigger than ever. Did you? I don't know. It's tough it? to tell just from looking at him. I but saw him he's the other the day. I now. saw him the other day with the with the the first undergarment on, getting ready. You know, it's compression uniform. layer. No, well, no everything's no, a compression layer. <laughs> Ooh, he is big. He is big. So but I you know what? Him and Dominic aren't that much of, aren't much that different. Seventy percent breaking balls, both sure. of them. You know. So I don't actually. It doesn't. I bug mean, not me that big. But Dominic actually seventy percent strikes. Yeah, you know? it doesn't bother me that Big Mike is big. Actually, I don't like that he he doesn't seem to have great command of the strike zone. And by the second inning, he's big sweat. I mean, it's, yeah, he is. Not, aesthetically, okay, but does it affect his performance? I don't know. But you know, they now know he's the. the 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 eight pitchers in the bullpen is obviously uh, uh, going to help out because you're going to have eight all re- all year, but you got a you got Odorizzi's a five and a two third guy and Pineda's a five and a one third guy and uh, you're, you know Homer Bailey we'll yeah, see yeah Homer Bailey is you know I wouldn't over- hold a parade for him uh, yet but who knows I kind of think Pat that to me now will leave spring training performance out of this because obviously you know that can change decisions and stuff but it's almost the path of lesser resistance to have Chassin on the team he starts the year because he's got no options obviously so he's either in or out but you i Whereas think i think you paid him one six but if he makes oh it, walk away from if, that if, if, you need to. if he but if if you keep him you got to give him another million that's fine but it's i not he's not good i you know to me it's, it's yeah you know he could maybe I'm sure he could go through waivers and send him to Rochester. Maybe, too. and if you think you could, but if you think he is capable of, you know, twice through the order getting him out, keep him within reach. 
Maybe he makes yeah, it. Yeah, he know. pitched. He, you know, the first time out, he I think pitched two innings and looked good. He hasn't looked that good okay. since. It's all slider with him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think I told you Tom Hardicard from Boston, Milwaukee, told me that he lost his slider last year, which is his seventy percent pitch. So sure. And he, you know, we had some bad games early, and they, he, there's a there's a lot of thought that he was overused. Okay. You know, two years ago he made more. He made more starts than anybody in the American League, and then he made three more in the playoffs. Mm. He made 38 starts and pitched well over 200 innings for the first time in his career, and there's some thought that he might have guessed. I actually talked to Falvey about that, and he says there is evidence that guys who pitch a whole bunch and then have a bad year and don't pitch that much come back a little stronger, although I haven't seen much evidence of that this spring. But you know what? I'm not worried about their pitching because they have options. Yeah. Now Smeltzer has eliminated himself as an option. Has he really? Oh, oh since gotten, I left? He's gotten killed. Okay. He's just gotten smoked, and he got hammered again yesterday. He's a candidate to be Rochester's opening day starter, yeah, then, and he he'll is. pitch a target yeah. field this year. Oh, yeah, probably. But, uh, he's, yeah, he has not been good. He so. pitched the game we saw, Manny, when we went. We had those nice tickets to the Brewers game. Oh, yeah, yeah, some, yeah. some fan was leaving in the third inning for, for personal reasons and said, you guys, uh, you don't look like uh, this is the best view in the house. Why don't you go downstairs? So we, we sat right behind the dugout, and that was Smelter's yeah, debut right, against, against the Brewers. Against the Brewers, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's probably a guy who uh, needs uh, needs the feel for every pitch to uh, yeah, get, anybody, I'll say, uh, get anybody out. They, but, yeah, he'll he's I I'd say he has no chance. Nobody yeah, likes he, the term crafty lefty, but no. I think that one uh, that glove no, fits yeah, pretty he well. He has uh, no chance to be on the opening day roster, I would guess. Uh, so. Bullpen looks but, like it's in really good shape, though. Oh man, I like the end of it a lot. You know, you know those. The I like Latell. I mean, so you got four guys for sure at the end, and then you got Sergio throwing that stuff, and uh, and Clip, Clipper's going to be on there too. He's uh, I I hadn't talked to him. I saw everybody else. He's quite the character, I guess. Huh? Clipper. Yeah. Did you talk to him? Yeah, a little bit. He's uh, he and uh, Taylor Rogers. I think are going to get along pretty well. Oh, Taylor <laughs> Rogers, I, man, is he loose compared to what he used to be? <laughs> Although when you come over there, he's still. But the the clubhouse banter is fun to over. Yeah, <laughs> I told you guys a story last week about. Uh, hey, whatever happened to that all all sport drink? And it was great. And Mesa. It, nobody drinks it anymore. They know it's, everybody stopped drinking it because it had 80 grams of sugar. And Roger says, yeah, that's why it was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's more going on there. Oh, yeah. You know what else? You know what else he's relaxed by? His twin brother, who he was focused on, you know, just upset because they're, they're, like, impeccable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're inseparable. Mm-hmm. And... uh Live together still, no, no wives, no girlfriend. I don't know if there's girlfriends, and has made made it to the big leagues. Had 17 appearances last year, and his ERA is like zero. So he's probably going to be on the on the Giants. He's in camp, and he'll be with the Giants, and now he can relax about that. Sure, because he always wanted it. You know, he's a sidearm and slot ball and right hander, and Rogers is completely the opposite. Yeah, in every way. <laughs> but uh, throw strikes. But, but he's, I'm sure. Well, his brother's supposed to be a bigger character than him. Really? Oh, you know, his brother was drinking at the drinking at the bat and barrel. Oh, before, yes, I heard this. Oh, really? Before a game two years, his brother was like <laughs> having a beer there like five minutes before the first pitch, and all the fans were saying, Taylor, why, 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 what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> and he said, I thought I'd have a beer before the game. 
That's pretty good. That's great. Don't you have to get out there and pitch? He's a couple inches taller than Taylor, okay. but he's uh, looks he's the same. identical. Don't you have to pitch? Yeah, but not till the nah. next. Nah, <laughs> all right. Got, got a couple don't, hours. We don't go to the bullpen till the fourth. So, uh, that's well. pretty good. Hey, we got to take a break here, Pat. We come back. We'll talk a little more. Twins, Score North Twins show. Patrick Royce on baseball with Pat Royce, Manny Hill, and Derek Wetmore. Back after this. You're listening to Royce on Baseball on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. Planning for a secure future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long-term financial strategy. This is Ricey, and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. I encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at 952 952- 925-5608 and set up your 48-minute no-obligation consultation. Call 952-925-5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Planning to buy a new boat this year? Glenn Perkins here for my friends at Nelson Marine. The Nelson Marine difference is about customer service and a knowledgeable team of sales and service pros. Two large showrooms filled with an impressive inventory of the best brands in the business. London Crestliner Fishing Boats, South Bay Pontoons, powered by Yamaha, Suzuki, Mercury, and Evinrude. Nelson Marine has been creating happy customers for 75 years. Visit their showroom on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake online at nelsonmarine.biz. The Score North Twin Show. Also available on demand on the Score North mobile app, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Welcome back. Score North Twin Show. Royce on baseball. Pat's in studio with us after a couple of months of advanced scouting in Fort Myers, Florida. That's true. I, even, I had that January spring training covered. Yes, baby. you did. <laughs> Arduous work, that. That's right. You got to be an inventive fellow. As a, as I said, uh, you know, uh, that first month down there's a little tough, but I'm a very creative guy. And then I said, well, not very, but I can get by. You know? <laughs> so I, I want to ask you about uh, new twin Kentamite, but I have to first go down that rabbit hole, that thread of most off the beat. Or what was your what was a column that stands out to you from your time in Florida that you thought? Yeah, I don't know that I would have come up with that one if I didn't bump oh, into so Oh, I did some phoners and stuff. I can't remember a real weird one this year. I didn't. I didn't really, uh, you know, like last year when the Lightning were winning, you know, looked like the greatest hockey team ever. I went Future up there Cup and winners. did some yeah. stuff. <laughs> then I went up to Gainesville to see uh, Reed Travis. Uh, yeah, uh, last year too. But this year I didn't. Uh, I guess I went down and watched Lumpy play golf. At uh, watched Lumpy's debut and walked the course. Walked the course. <laughs> and you're dying. Uh, so um, yeah. Well, you were was, down uh, there for the Brewster Gratterall awkward interim. Yes, but he was not. Uh, I missed the one morning that he he had been traded, but apparently he came out. You know those guys that hang around. There's about seven or eight yeah, guys sure. that are there every year. Yep. And I get. I know them. We'll get it get every autograph they could get in case the guy makes it 
And I got there, and I said, we seen Brewster? And he said, yeah, he threw at 8.30 this morning. They were all, you know, they saw him, and I, it was like 10. Oh. So I, I missed him. And then uh, I think they finally finished it the next day. The first couple of days, they showed him not to, told him not to show up right. before it was official. And then, yeah. uh, how's he doing? I haven't really checked. He's I popping guns in Arizona. He is. 100 yeah. miles an hour, Judd Zolgad says. Oh, the Dodgers will love him. Yeah. Because, you know, the Dodgers need relievers he might be an important piece for him you remember a couple years ago when the twins let that jt shagwa go and he was pitching the late innings for the yeah he was and he kind of a little bit kind of flamed out a little bit and uh my guy randy rosario which was before nick anderson was my biggest puzzle ever as to why they took him off the 40 man and he got some time with the cubs but a lefty with good stuff who was 20 or 21 rosario yeah yeah Yeah. but but he's kind of flamed out too so they're usually right uh they might be wrong on Nick Anderson. Though. I think but, so. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, to be wrong. Uh, you know, Bruce Dar is, he is, I don't think he'll ever be a starter. I, I, yeah, I, maybe, and maybe not. I, and I guess that's the reason they made him available. I think he's going to need starters, not really. That's right. Uh, I think he's going to figure into the Dodgers' plan, though. And that's oh, a team I that guess. could win the World Series pretty oh, easily. Oh, and uh, if Maeda goes four and a third and gives up six runs and Bruce Dar strikes two guys out, man. Ah, idiot, cheap pull heads, even though Maeda cost him more money. But uh, anyway, the, the, <laughs> that is, it is uh, trade the prospects. But, uh, you know, Not trade those the prospects, prospects, but don't trade one we ever heard of. That's, uh, <laughs> that's their don't trade those prospects. Yeah, I think he'll figure in for them. So the Twins were, I think, ambitious to get in on that three-team Mookie Betts trade originally. Well, they wanted Maeda. And then when it fell apart, I think doubly ambitious to circle back and still get that deal done. Well, they, uh, you know, they. I don't think. Originally, they knew he was available, right? Do you That's think right. so? I, I don't think well, no, they make that. it sound like they've been talking about him for a month. Or no, I'd heard, like that. I heard they called a bunch of teams, and so the Dodgers were on this list available at the offset of the winner. When they talked about uh, um, um, impact pitching, yeah. So, okay, my aid is not Garrett Cole, right? We can all agree on that, but I think might they... be now Garrett Cole, uh, back to back home runs to Miggy Cabrera. You know what? And who was the other guy? Two Tigers. Two innings in a row, both hit home runs you know back, to back, back to back. I take him. I take him. I take him. I think he'll. I think he'll. I think he'll straighten it out. But uh, that guy's got a shot. In my but it opinion. was a great stand. I think maybe Brandon Dixon and Miggy. Oh gosh, hit hit back to back pitches for home runs. Next time they came up, they hit back to back pitches oh, for home runs. My gosh. Well. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd bet on that guy to straighten <laughs> yes, it out. But anyway, there's. But, they called the Dodgers, and Maeda wasn't available at that time. No, it was no. only, uh, this only what I heard. Anyway, getting David Price. David Price came back. Now they've got an expendable starter. If you still want Maeda, we could talk. All right, I've I've said this, but I've seen Maeda late at night. You're watching MLB Network, and there are the Dodgers games. You know, you get the Dodgers, and I have seen. I saw twice last year when he absolutely cruised. For five and a third, and then he's he's a he's a third time through, hit the wall kind of guy. But uh, when his breaking ball is good, he can cruise, and uh, I I think he's a big pickup for them. I I think it, uh, you know, they realized, I think they realized they could piece it together from one from fourth pitcher on, four starter on, but they needed three. And uh, yeah. they think Odorizzi, that's the real Odorizzi we saw last year. Now, if the Odorizzi we saw two years ago shows up, then that's a disaster. But uh, but uh, I think they got 
they got Barrios, uh, Odorizzi, and Maeda, and then then they'll be, be fine. But I, I like him a lot. I think they, he's a big league pitcher. They had to get a third guy yes. that so that they don't get in a situation like they were last year where Randy Dobnak for you know we all love him mm-hmm. but that situation that stage was he was not ready for no. that and they need to they needed to have a third guy that can go in and make the start that Randy Dobnik had to make at Yankee Stadium. It's uh yeah, it's going to be interesting cuz I don't Brios have pitched 200 innings but they won't have anybody else pitch 150, I don't think. You maybe 150, 160. Yeah, maybe I put that's max. maybe the over under for Odo yeah. for me. But I like Maeda a lot. I like the trade, and I hope Bruce are the best because I told you guys I had a long talk with him, not this spring, but the spring before in late January, and he was funny through an interpreter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was funny through my guy Victor if, interpreting. If you've ever he tried to be funny char- in another language, <laughs> yeah. you know how challenging and that is. And he's a great character, yeah. a great kid, say, you know, says hello to everybody and, you know, he's a, you know, a lot of people, well, he left the Twins, I hope he doesn't embarrass him. I I hope he has a great career cuz he's really a good kid. And he's got the stuff for it that if he's mm-hmm. just a late inning reliever and he can go fastball cut Mm-hmm. Boy, yeah, his, uh, he's got. It stuff, was amazing to me, and it's an amazing part of current baseball, though, guys. That if you throw a hundred and one, and they know it's coming, and it's straight, fifty percent of them can get around on it. Not mm-hmm. not everybody, right. but if they know it's coming, yeah, they can. You know, you just can't. You know, you can't. You just can't throw a hundred one and and. Get everybody out. You can get, yeah. you can get a certain select number of people out, but they, mm. they, more people put the bat in the ball with him last yeah. year than I thought would. Well, there's yeah. at least two fewer teams cheating this year, so they might not know it's coming now. Yeah, yeah but I, did he even face? No, I'm just Houston. He probably didn't. I don't know about the Red Sox, but uh, I think the Red Sox messed up by not taking him. I they, I, they end up looking bad in this whole thing, almost oh, yeah. no matter how his career goes. Yeah. Honestly, and by the way, that imminent uh, revelation of the Red Sox investigation is uh, yes, that's... I, I think they're waiting for the virus to get a little more uh, even Headlines. more in the news. To uh, I don't know what the hell they're waiting for. Uh, well, I think I was... they I think they were hoping to whitewash it, but I think with the reaction, they you know, and the right. idiots by now they're going to re- bring the story back. That's you right. Know, Give it new life. I mean, the thing with the Astros was, I mean, it was still, you know, people were still upset, but it was dying down a little bit, don't you think? And now you yeah. now you inflame it again because you waited three weeks. They should have announced it ten minutes after they finished the last one and and take the double hit. And Manfred should have done it between his press conferences. He does one in Florida every year, one in Arizona yeah. every year. It should have come out between those if you wanted it buried. They're not good at burying things. No, I've come well, to no, they're not. They're very terrible at burying it. The way to bury it, okay, this is our bad news right here. Boom, boom. Here it is. I'll answer yeah, questions. Yeah. i got about five minutes for you. Yeah, right. And, Be uh, tactical. I think that makes too much sense for Rob Manfred, though. <laughs> yeah, they're going to they're gonna get this as close to opening day as they can, so it's the only story is the season's open. Let me ask yeah. you guys, both of you, our opinion on this, because it's it's something I kicked around with my friends at camp. How? It, what's the What's the over-under on days that we will go a 24-hour news cycle on any of the networks that cover Major League Baseball without a mention of the Astros cheating scandal. And I'll give you May 1st. Do you think it's before but, but that date or mention, after? What's a mention when it becomes a discussion Overt. point or just yep. a one-liner? No, one-liners are fine. Let one-liners slide I, I don't watch it that much, but I haven't heard as much about it the last three, four days. 
you know, on now I would say the ML network on the MLB network on the radio, they were you know, they were covering it, talking about it. And uh, MLB Network did a good job, I thought, yeah. covering about it. But I haven't mm. seen as much so of it. I, I, think it's, I think it's losing steam. It was losing steam. And now but now it's going to get steamed up again. Yeah. You're and, taking uh, the under two, Manny, on May 1st? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm just still very curious as to what all this is going to look like once they start playing real games. Yeah. Because, again, the the thing that I'm looking for is – Retaliation. Yeah, retaliation. <laughs> and rather it's intentional or not because, I mean, listen, guys That's, get hit, right, think, during the season. I think umpires' overreaction is going to be the next big issue. That's yep. the story. If I throw yeah. a ball one foot, if I throw a guy ball one foot from a guy's chin, I'm going to get warnings. Yeah. You know, and, and what happens gonna be if, over Because you can't trust baseball umpires to not be idiots. Right, you know, or calm and composed. Angel Hernandez, the first time oh, he does God. a Houston game, will won't be able. To, somebody will bounce a slider and hit a guy in an ankle, and he'll chuck him. Yeah. Throw him because because game. what's going to happen if a guy is whoever is facing Jose Altuve, and he the ball legitimately just doesn't come out of his hand right? Yeah, he's not trying right. to hit him; he's trying to get him out, but then. Yeah, he just loses the ball and the well, ball they got they got to tell these idiots that uh, you know the high and tight is not throw guys out of the game. You know, yeah. but who knows? Also, I'm sure the umpires will screw it up. I'm, I I got full faith in these dummies. If you hit uh, <laughs> full faith that they're going to screw up. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. I mean, some of them. Are, this is you know, it's it. The percentage is not huge. You know, There's a lot. I know. I know a few. I've known a lot of them through the years. They're decent enough guys, but twenty percent of them, you know, Joe West, Angel, show up at the ballpark saying, "What can I do to become the story tonight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What can I do to be become part of the drama?" It doesn't work every night. You know, you it... got that in the NBA with, uh, well, um, a guy with a last name here who uh, was a famous last name in Twin City Sports. We won't name Kenny Mauer, but uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, you got you got idiots like that in the NBA. But uh, we were talking about Kenta Maeda earlier and just sort of the, the starting pitching depth that they have, Pat. They let one walk out the door, and I don't think anyone shed a tear. But when Martin Perez went and signed with the Red Sox, he got him back yesterday or well, a couple days ago struck, now. You know, they, they apparently uh, didn't know he threw the cutter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a but, cutter. Uh, I was teasing the Red Sox because we were talking about Shashin. I was over in the Red, Red, Red Sox press box, and I said, yeah, I said, uh, you know, they fixed Martin Perez, the same guy that you idiots just gave $6 million to or something like that. Well, but he's apparently going to be in the rotation. Huh? I mean, he might be their third starter if Sale doesn't start. Well, there. you know what they probably based it on? That game he pitched in Fenway last year. Yeah. When, he, when he'd been terrible for like six weeks. Yeah. And I, w- I was at the game with my sons, you know, and we said... This guy ain't gonna last two innings against this lineup. He, goes, and he, went he went like seven, six, six, six or, or seven. seven. He yeah, cruised. <laughs> so I don't. He seemed like a nice enough fella. I hope he, uh, you know, has a little luck. What the heck? I was reading. A you piece. know, he was supposed to be a phenom back yeah. when he was a kid. Yeah, he yeah. was a star mm-hmm. prospect with the Rangers. Yeah, one of the best uh, pitching prospects of the day. Which is oh. also a reminder: pitching prospects aren't a sure thing. My right. uh, dear friend, the late great Jerry Fraley, was not uh, never impressed with Martin's intestinal fortitude in big situations. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was reading a piece in The Athletic on Perez and the 
basically it was down to two suitors, the Rays and the Red Sox. And allegedly, I don't know if this is true, but he told his agent, if the Red Sox have an offer, if it's close, we're going there. Yeah. Rays could outbid for him. And Heim Bloom, your big buddy, Pat, who wound up having an interesting first offseason. It ain't say, over yet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he said, basically, we felt two things, this on Martin Perez. One, the stuff and the underlying way in which he pitched deserved better results than he got. And two, that there were further tweaks that we could help him make to his repertoire to make him even more effective. In other words, boys, the Red Sox are going to fix Martin he Perez. At, uh, uh, one year after the Twins fixed him that's right. by making him throw, <laughs> by getting him to throw more cutters. Uh, and so I think the Twins should take that as a personal offense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you weren't already mad at the Red Sox for the uh, Brewster Gratterer I trade. really, uh, well, I don't think that they're going to get disciplined. Any, they're going to lose a draft choice or two. I think the Red Sox. They won't. Yeah. Yeah. They that's got to come they are, someday. Here. They already fired Cora, so. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm very interested in how the public reacts to them, how their attendance is, you know, if they're, you know, because it was hostile as hell at first. I don't know if it's smoothed out a little or not. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, you look at that team now, it just doesn't doesn't do much for it. doesn't do for you what it used to, although Devers is a great player. Yep. and Bo- We don't realize the left side of their infield amazing. last year had, you add it up, they had one of the greatest, Offensive seasons ever for mm-hmm. the left side of the infield, Bogart. Yeah. Man, Bogart's numbers were unbelievable. Both those guys are great. I love Jackie Bradley Jr. too as a as a fielder. Yeah, he's he's you don't have to watch him hit. It's okay. But, <laughs> we'll see. But There's, he's a hell of a center fielder. Yeah, I just it's prices are up at Fenway. They yeah, just they, went. They, they take a lot of guts to raise ticket yep. prices and then let Mookie go. They and, just went backwards on not, purpose and not say. Okay, we made we're we're going back to last year's prices. And we always joke about parking here and it's not great and you'd get more fans at games if parking was 5 bucks everywhere, but in Boston, Pat, I can't imagine it's 5 bucks to park anywhere. Oh god, no, it's you know 50 if you're if you're willing to get into a lot where you can't get out until the game's over. Well, maybe if Tom Brady leaves the area, they'll go and flock to Red Sox. It is know. funny. I went over and did a little piece on their first exhibition game there and talked to the fans and the guy said well it's you know we we've had all this success this guy was you know defending the trade and he said we've had all this success it's time we've had the you know the celtics the bruins the the uh you know red sox all these championships the patriots and he said uh, it's time for a period of adjustment for the fans I said, so it's okay if Tom Brady leaves? And he said, no, never Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny how, uh, isn't it funny, Manny, how they basically, they criticize, you know, he's getting old, the story angle in New England last year, he's getting old, he's not the same. And now that he might leave, it's like panic time. Yeah, yeah, we can't, you know, well, well no, he's got to stay, he's got to yeah, stay. Yeah. But I, I think they're probably just... More so worried. Okay, well, what's what's the alternative if he well, leaves? Why would San Francisco sign him and let? What is Garoppolo going to end up in Boston? Could Pro- probably. Yeah, probably. Be great? <laughs> I think it, that's what Belichick wants. Eventually, anyway, I think. Belichick gets what he wants. Anyway. Yeah. Wait, back to baseball. Oh, you take two shots and win that Super Bowl. It's, it's the, you're making the same bet in baseball, guys. Like, no, yeah, it's their kind of windows. He you was know? not no. that good last year. Sure. You better you better have the greatest. You better have the greatest little offensive plan. Are they going to get away with as many picks as the Patriots did? (laughs) We should should go back to talking ball. Well, we're almost at the end of the show here, and I just think that that the the Dodgers getting that much better, 
decent chance to represent the NL in the World Series. That's if you're a Twins fan, that's one of the things that you're probably watching this summer. Uh, Who are you going to yeah. face in the World Series? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't get that uh, giddy yet, but uh, I was just know, trying to get you going. I'm getting ready for that uh, that uh, showdown between the Twins. Who I've uh, this is year 60. I saw their first ever game at Met Stadium, and I've uh, followed them closely. And my other new favorite team. This could be the ALCS, the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to their first visit here. When I could go to their clubhouse, write a column about this fine club, and be the first guy not to mention the sign stealing. <laughs> My goal is to be the first column in America that doesn't mention the sign stealing. You got a good shot. Actually. I might have a couple of things in there. Boy, these teams. It's, they swing the some weekends they swing the bats like they know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I love Altuve, man. I I thought I had a chance to talk to him once for fifteen minutes in about a group of about three. He's a character, man. I I do think the the Dusty Baker angle yeah. of all this is really going to be oh, fascinating to watch. I love it because Dusty perfect choice. He'll be sitting there, you know, <laughs> chewing his toothpick, and somebody will ask him about it. You know, well, I don't know. Well, what do I know? I, yeah, know. Those guys. I didn't have a job last year. I don't know. He's Dusty's a pretty cool dude. You know, yeah. they're here right around the trade deadline, so you have a couple of things to write about, I'm sure. Mm. Uh, they have July. Yeah, the Twins 31st, are. I think. Yeah, we got too many Twins fans. And maybe media members, <laughs> and maybe one guy who works for the uh, Score North, who happens to be down there right now, um, <laughs> way too worried about who they're going to get at the trading deadline. Let's, let's get let's, there first. Let's, let's get within a month of it before we start worrying about the trading deadline. Let's that's, get there first. Yeah, that's let's, the motto. Let's get there. When is it, by the way? They didn't move it, right? No, it's, it's still the 31st, 31st one deadline. Mm. And then, But then in August, you can't. That's right. No waiver deadline. No waiver deadline. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm curious about uh, the three pitchers whole deal, and uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It's, I'm looking forward to the season. Uh, everybody else is looking forward to virus and scandals. I'm looking forward to the season. Oh, good. On and you, uh, let them come. Let the fans come. Somebody coughs. That's okay. We'll be, we'll get through it. Uh, and. Uh, Hold on to those uh, savings accounts, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, stay out of the market right Jeez. now. That's the, my advice. The next time we talk to you on Royce on Baseball, we'll be a week closer to opening day, and Sid Hartman will be 100 years old. He will be 100. I have written a column on him, and uh, uh, it was hard. They wanted me to write a column on him. The column I wrote when he was 75 was so damn good. I don't think I could. <laughs> it was fabulous. And uh, I liked your 95 that he was still the, getting them out with but, off-speed yeah, stuff. Yeah, but there was a joke in there about how he's he he won't tell us exactly what the birthday is, but rumors are it's it's a it's a major stop between 50 and the century mark. And he made it. Yeah, he got he made it. It was supposed to be a joke. He made it. <laughs> well, we hope he made it. Yeah, uh, you got six more days, Sid. Go get him. He's Patrick Royce for Manny Hill and Derek Wetmore on the Score North Twin Show. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, 
Temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.